Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Cut Bangs? I'm your host, Kaylee, and happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are all having a great Wednesday. And this week is six months of Should I Cut Bangs? I'm very excited today. I cannot believe it has been six months of the podcast. Mind blowing. It has been the quickest, fastest six months of my entire life. Like, this is just flown by. So today I wanted to do a get to know me in a different kind of way and I'm going to play the game we're not really strangers in a way of getting to know me. So I'm really excited. Yeah so before we get started I'm going to share my current love and my current love for this week is kind of embarrassing. I have the most orange palm of my hands So I've been self-tanning forever. I shared about it last week that I was like, oh, I took basically an everything shower, did my self-tan, blah, blah, blah. But I self-tanned the other night and I like didn't wash my hands right away and like scrub the palms of my hands right away. My hands are so orange. That's not my current love. My current love is actually the product I've been using is Tan Lux Lotion it's like really, really thin. It's more of like, if you're familiar with Shit's Creek, you'll understand like body milk. <laughs> so I've been using this lotion. Actually, Josh uses it too. So he can, he can agree with me. It's his current love as well that this lotion, it's really like thin. It's not like a body butter. So I feel like I can put it on and then I'm not feeling like trapped inside of it. So I've been using that and I love it. I love the color. It's like gradual and I don't feel orange except for the palms of my hands. It's really great. So that is my current love. I will link it. I buy it at Sephora. I don't know where else you guys can get it, but I'll link the Sephora link for you guys if you're interested in getting it. I've used so many different brands and I've used like mousses and oils and all the different things and I feel like this one is the one that's like the least streaky because it's not like a full-blown body butter and it's also not like mousse or oil or something like I really feel like I can feel that I've really got my whole body covered so that's my favorite um self-tanner and I don't know what other products they have because I haven't really dove into it. Yeah, I'll link that for you guys. It's great. Um, What else is going on in life right now? Nothing much. My internet was down for like three days. It was tragic. Think back to really not that long ago when we actually just like didn't have internet. And I guess life was just different. Like we would just like watch TV in normal ways. But I missed keeping up with the Kardashians. I... Couldn't finish selling Sunset in the timely manner that I wanted to, which was binging. Yeah, I missed a couple things that were going on in the world that I wanted to watch, but I finished selling Sunset today. I have so many mixed feelings about it. I'm really curious if any of you guys are watching Selling Sunset or have like watched it and finished it because I really like Brie. I feel like she's just trying to like stay in her own lane. Like I'm living my life the way I want to live my personal life. If you don't agree with it, that's cool. Like you don't have to agree with it, which like I totally respect. Like just let her live her own life. I don't know. I listened to this podcast episode recently with Christine on the Skinny Confidential and she was like, so much of it is drama and a lot of people don't realize, which we all know it's reality TV, but 
a lot of the girls we've seen since season one till now. And I, I don't know. It's hard to say like who we like and who we don't like and whatever because it is all reality TV. Anyway, I enjoy watching it still just because I I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. And then I was talking about it with one of my lash clients and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm getting sucked into it. I think I have to watch it. So I watched it. I really don't jive with Nicole and I don't think anybody really does. Chriselle rubbed me the wrong way this season just because of the Nicole drama. Like, just take the higher road, Chriselle. Like, you know you're better than that. Yeah, everything else just also seemed really petty. I love Amanza, so whatever she's going through is, like, really sad and awful. So... That's my opinions on Selling Sunset. And if anybody is watching it, like I said, I would love your guys' thoughts and opinions because mine are just really like, eh, whatever. It's just a dumb little show to watch and have almost as background noise. And I still love it. I don't think I'm ever going to not watch it. I do actually still need to watch Kardashians, but I know nothing exciting happened when I hear everything anyway. So I can just back burner that one until I'm ready to ingest that. Okay, so let's get into it. If you guys aren't familiar with the game, We're Not Really Strangers, it's a card game where you have like prompts on the cards. There's three levels of like in-depthness. It asks a question to get to know the people that you're playing with better. So basically, I'm going to be asking myself the questions to get to know me better to share with you guys. We're going to just stick with level one for now because level two and three sound scary and that's all I want to (laughs) do. Maybe we can play again and get a little more in-depth next time and we'll see. Okay, so it's do I seem like more of a creative or an analytical type? I'm obviously a creative brain and I've always done creative jobs. I am creative, but I am very reasonable. You know how there's people who are like optimistic and pessimistic? I am very realist and I see things from a realistic point of view. I can always just like see things as they are. But as far as like creative, I'm definitely a creative. I wouldn't say I'm analytical at all. I probably struggle with that because I don't have any of that side of me whatsoever I probably need a little bit of that I need some help there oh how many (laughs) how many speeding tickets do you think that I've gotten in my life shockingly I don't have as many as I probably should have I used to be my friends that have known me for a long time can attest to this I used to be a way worse driver than I am now. And that's probably shocking to like my husband and stuff. I used to speed like none other. I have like records, (laughs) my friends can tell you, of getting from when I lived in Utah, getting from the Wendy's to school when we were on our lunch break in like record time, which is terrifying. But now... I don't drive like a grandma, but I don't drive like people that live in Arizona. Absolutely not. It is scary here. It is scary. You guys have heard me say it before. I hate driving here. I am terrified of driving here. So how many speeding tickets do I have? I got one when I was 18 and I was going 15 over. Granted, the speed limit on that street was really slow, really slow. So... They need, they, that's their, that's that city's problem, not mine. 
What do you think is the hardest part of what I do for a living? I own a business. Whenever people say to me like, oh, you, I hate the word just. I hate the word just. Let's just, let's just put that one to rest. Let's never use that word again. Like, oh, you just do lash extensions. I wish I just did lash extensions some days. I own a whole ass business. Who do you think runs the freaking facts and figures of this thing? I've owned multiple businesses since I was a small child. I do this for a living. I don't just do lashes. I think the hardest part of what I do for a living <laughs> is the fact that I own a business. All of the, the analytical side of it, there we go, the analytical side of it, owning a business, like doing the numbers, doing stuff like that. I'm pretty good at inventory because I have a system and that can, can be creative. Other than that, owning a business, I wish I could delegate all of that. If I made like three times more money, I could, but I choose to keep my business small because I enjoy keeping it small. So I have to run the business side of things, which luckily I've been successful at. If you knew me during COVID, this question is humorous. Do you think plants thrive or die in my care? Okay, guys, I became a plant parent during COVID. I just have to say, I think I have two, maybe three plants left that I bought during COVID. I had to shut my business down for a month and I had to do something. I became a plant parent. I enjoy having live plants, but where I live, I don't get enough light. So it's either it's like too hot, like the weather isn't good for that reason, or I don't get enough light in my home. Yeah, that one's kind of split, but more plants have died than survived. But I don't think that's my fault. I'm going to say that's not my fault. I'm a good plant mom. What do you think my go-to karaoke song is? I'm actually want, I don't know if I want to give this one up. I would probably just sing anything. Uh, it would probably depend on my mood. When I was in hair school, my friends and I used to go to Applebee's. I think it was on like Tuesdays that they would have karaoke night. And we would sing like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears, of course. Now, I'd probably do the same thing. Like Britney, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Shania, like anything along those lines would be my go-to. I'm not going up there trying to be like actually singing. This is a joke. Give me a few drinks and we're going up there and we are laughing and singing our hearts out to hit me baby one more time. That's that's my vibe for karaoke. I'm not, this isn't American Idol. Okay, what fast food restaurant am I most likely to drive through and what am I going to order? This is controversial, I've learned in my adulthood. I'm a Del Taco girl. I am not a Taco Bell girl. I do not like Taco Bell at all. I grew up eating Del Taco. Del Taco is my ride or die. So you will not catch me at Taco Bell. I'm not one of those Taco Bell runs at three in the morning, blah, blah, blah. No, Del Taco forever. I'm a Del Taco girly and I will eat basically anything except for chicken off their menu. On a scale of one to 10, how messy do you think my car is? 
one being the cleanest, 10 being a complete disaster. My car is clean. My car's always been clean. I have a, like a car wash membership, just like the ones you run through. But my like side pocket on my driver's side, that's my trash can. I just like don't clean out the trash all the time. I make Josh clean it out all the time. And sometimes I I can stuff it full. Like I can fit so much in there that Josh, he is just gathering trash for days <laughs> of like Starbucks trash, uh, straw wrappers, napkins, like literally anything I will just shove in there. And lately it's been like cans of Red Bull. <laughs> like I will just shove it all. That's just my trash can. You know how people have like car trash cans? I'm like, you have a side pocket. Like, why are you buying a car trash can? Anyway, but like as far as clean goes, I'm like, well, my trash is contained. Some people have a car trash can. So like my car is always clean. What was it? One. I'm clean. I'm just like a naturally clean person though. We've talked about that. The question of who's my celebrity crush is so interesting to me. There's like celebrities that I'm like, oh, he's cute. He's cute. He's cute. But I can never remember. Josh will know. You guys can ask Josh (laughs) who my celebrity crush is because I'm just trying to think what like obviously Zac Efron's so cute. But like, who am I, who am I just like drooling over all the time? I literally don't even know. And there's never somebody that I'm like, I have to watch that movie because they're going to be in it. Like I, this is controversial to some people out there, but not to me personally. I love John Mayer. Oof. Yes, please. Yeah. Like Zac Efron. Hello. So fine. But yeah, like celebrity crushes. I'm just like not into it I don't know it's just never really been a thing for me but you might see Josh comment and say who my celebrity crush is apparently because I can never remember (laughs) who my celebrity crushes are (laughs) I don't like keep a list oh my gosh what subjects did I thrive in in school and what subjects did I fail in school I quite literally actually flunked math my freshman year of high school and had to retake it. When I graduated high school, I graduated in like the lowest classes where it's like this is the bare minimum that you need to get a high school diploma. You only need chemistry. I'm like, well, then that's the only thing I'm taking is chemistry. If that's all I need, like I don't have to take whatever comes after chemistry. I don't even know. Um, I mean, it's been 11 years, so why would I remember? Especially if I didn't go past that. I don't even know what math I took. Like, obviously, I took like algebra, geometry. I don't think I took anything past like algebra, the algebras, the basics, and geometry. I thrive more in like lit and English and stuff like that because that makes sense to me. Math is a foreign language. Science is a foreign language. Those things like literally don't make sense to me and I don't use them in my daily curriculars. So for me to be forced to take math and take algebra, geometry makes more sense than algebra does to me. So geometry wasn't that hard, but it still was such a struggle and I'm not good at test taking so school alone is just not easy for me do I seem like a coffee or tea person the thing about coffee is it's like too bitter but sometimes like I drink chai and matcha and every once in a while I'll like throw a shot in there if I just need like an extra boost but I can't just like solely drink coffee I don't know what it is, like the flavor. I can put anything mixed with it, but then I'm like, what's the point? I may as well just get a chai or a matcha and just like throw 
a shot or two of espresso in it and then I'm happy as a clam. Like I may as well just do that than get some sort of latte with all these things in it and probably not like it. So I'll just get what I like and then add a coffee into it. And that seems easier. I don't know. So I'm not a coffee girly. I've never been able to get on that train. How likely am I to go camping? Zero. Zero, 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 zero. I am not a camping girl. The whole glamping thing? Yes. I'm really not even that high maintenance. The thing about camping is it seems so inconvenient. And what is the reward? What is my reward? I love being outdoors. I love being outside. Take me hiking. Take me fishing. Take me all of these things. I love being outside. But I have a house. I have a house for a reason. I have a hotel for a reason. So like the glamping thing sounds really cool, but camping in a tent, it just seems inconvenient. I don't like, I don't want to sleep on the ground. I don't want to have, I don't want to walk in there and like not be able to like turn on a light or have running water. I don't know. I just, do you think I'm usually early on time or late to events? I am early it's an anxiety thing. I have to be early to everything. I just have a fear of being late. I don't really know where that fits into anxiety, but I'm always like a little too early to where I'm like sitting in my car, chilling, scrolling the gram, just, you know, playing with my thumbs, waiting for the event or something to start because I'm afraid of like traffic, not getting there on time. I I don't want to be late for so many reasons. And I feel like it's just rude. I feel like there's certain things that you can be late to if it's like a mixer or uh, like I don't have to show up at something exactly at five because it's not a scheduled thing. It's just like, oh, between this time and this time and you can just open house it type of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm usually early or right on time to everything. Do I seem like someone that would get a name tattooed on me? This is really interesting because I have 15 tattoos, I believe. And the only tattoo that I have that's like linked to my husband is our wedding anniversary. We both have it. We have matching tattoos. And other than that, I don't have any like tattoos connected to him. I have tattoos that are my grandparents' handwriting. But I don't think that I would ever have like my husband's name tattooed on me. I feel like that's like a bad omen. Even having our wedding anniversary tattooed on us, I'm just like, ooh, is that not bad luck? We're still married. Everything's fine. But I feel like people that do things where it's like tattoo each other's names, tattoo each other's whatever, like, but I don't feel like I did it for him and he did it for me. It's like an us thing. I don't feel like that's a bad omen for us, hopefully. If I were to tattoo somebody's name, it would be if I ever had a child. And even then, I don't know that I would get their name. Maybe I would do like their birth date or their birth flower or something along those lines. I don't know that I would do their name because why would I need their name on me? I don't know. And that's not to knock anybody that has their child's name tattooed on them. This is just me and what I would do. But I also don't have kids. I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see when it gets to that point if I ever want to do that. But I don't feel the need to have the name Josh tattooed on me. No offense. (laughs) 
<laughs> this next question absolutely kills me. Do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? I don't think that I'm intimidating. I've been told I'm intimidating. I don't really have anything to say. As a child, what do you think I wanted to be when I grew up? When I was a small child, my mom will give you a different story, but my mom's not here, so I'm going to give you my story. I always wanted to be a hairstylist. I remember going to my mom's appointments with her, getting her hair done, and wanting, like, loving being in that environment and everything about it. So I always wanted to be a hairstylist, and that's what I did. I went to school to do hair. I did hair for a few years, and I got worn out basically immediately. And I'm glad I did it for multiple reasons, but I'm glad I did it so that I could experience it and know that it actually wasn't for me. Also, I need the cosmetology license to be able to do lash extensions. So that's always helpful. That's to my knowledge and my remembrance what I always wanted to do. So do I seem like a cat or dog person? I'm not a cat person. If somebody said that I seemed like a cat person, I would take that personally. I am 1000% a dog person. I've only ever had dogs my entire life. I also am deathly allergic to cats. If my cousin is listening to this, she will know and remember that I was traumatized by her cat when we were like five or six years old. Her cat scratched me on the face. And I think that's when we realized that I was allergic to cats because I had like an allergic reaction to like the scratch on my face. And I just don't really like cats. If people like cats, that's fine. I don't like hate you because you're a cat person. I'm not one of those people. I'm a dog person to my core. I want a dog so bad, but it's just not the right time. And that's perfectly okay. Dog person, 1000%. Every time I see a dog, I'm just like, you know, on Elf when he's like, so I saw a dog today. Me. Do I seem like a morning person or a night owl? Your girl is a morning person. Morning, morning, morning. Morning person. I would love to not have blackout curtains in my bedroom. When Josh and I weren't married yet and I lived in Las Vegas, he lived here. My bedroom was facing west, like my window in my apartment in Vegas. And I just had like these beautiful linen sheer curtains. I would just like wake up with the sun every morning and it was so beautiful and I loved every second of it. I would wake up at like five o'clock and then I would like go to the gym and I would go to the gym with the sun rising and I would come home and I would get ready and I'd go to work. And it was just like so beautiful. Now I live in a dungeon and we have blackout curtains and I struggle waking up in the morning because it's so dark. Like if I could wake up with the sun or if I didn't have such dark curtains, like everything would be easier for me to like still be a morning person. But I feel like I've like fallen into this routine. But not only that, like I'm still not a night person. So I'm still going to bed like between nine and 10 every night. But then it's like hard for me to wake up in the morning because it's so dark. It's this weird thing, but yeah, I'm a morning person. This question, <laughs> this question is offensive. What do my shoes tell you about me? All of my shoes are platforms. Every single shoe I own, every single shoe I wear is a platform. Like all my tennis shoes are a platform. All my sandals are a platform. Everything is a platform. I do not wear a flat shoe. All of my shoes tell you that I'm five foot two. My husband's six foot three. What's your happiest memory this past year? This past year? Hmm. Starting the podcast? <laughs> Honestly, probably starting the podcast and then like spending Thanksgiving with my entire family. 
I haven't seen or hadn't seen a lot of them in like a long time, like some of my sisters and stuff. And so they all came down from Idaho and my little niece came as well. And my mom was living in Arizona at the time. And so Josh and I drove up to where my mom was living and everybody came down for Thanksgiving. And so we all got to spend the holiday together. And so, yeah, that was really great. Everybody was there except for one of my sisters, which she wasn't able to make it logistically, but probably Thanksgiving and starting the podcast. Ooh, what's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? Um, Probably whenever someone in my life has passed away suddenly or not suddenly, just someone dying. And I will tell you that is a physical pain. Like having somebody die is a... It physically hurts you. That one's 50-50. Maybe a little more emotional because I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling if you haven't had, especially like a sudden death of somebody who's young. Those ones are always weird and hit you weird. Yeah, definitely just like death and like grieving is probably the worst one. That one's up there for sure. <laughs> What is the last thing you lied to your mother about? I am dead. This is funny. Probably just saying like, oh, I got to go. I'm busy. <laughs> Trying to get her off the phone. Texting, saying like her texting and saying like, hey, can you chat right now? And me saying, no, I'm busy. But which saying you're busy can mean a lot of different things. Everybody's busy. Or me saying like, oh, I'll call you in five minutes, but not calling her for like 30 minutes or something. Probably just something really stupid that I've lied to her about. Like I don't lie to my mom I don't have a reason to lie to my mom so it definitely was something like that like oh I've got to go now because I'm busy or something and then having to hang up the phone so that's definitely what it was so my mom's listening to this and and she's just gonna laugh at it because it's really stupid <laughs> what would your younger self not believe about your life today so something that I don't really talk about a lot or haven't talked about is how I grew up religious I don't know how much I'm willing to or want to really talk about that, but my younger self grew up religious in a religious household. My younger self would never believe that I am not religious, that I drink alcohol, that I have tattoos, that I'm 29 years old and I don't have 20 kids, um, that I do not go to church, that I don't do any of those things. So... I, if I stepped back into my younger self, I would think that was crazy. I would think I was going to hell or insane or freaking God dropped on my head. But also if I could just step back into my younger self and see how much happier I am and how free I am and how much more of myself I am. And this isn't to knock any religion or anybody that's in a religion because everybody's experience is different and religion can be a great thing for some people. It just doesn't work for everybody and it wasn't working for me. And so that's why I, that's why I don't participate in religious activities anymore. And everybody just has to do what's best for them. So yeah, if my younger self could see me, <laughs> my younger self would not believe basically my entire life today in that sense. What's your mother's name and what's the most beautiful thing about her? My mom's name is Danielle. Y'all know that. Y'all know her. Most beautiful thing about my mom. 
My mom would say her sense of humor because she thinks she's the funniest person in the world. I don't know. I like her sense of humor. Most beautiful thing about her is her third daughter, whose name is Kaylee. So my sense of humor. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like her ability to stand up for herself and stand up for her kids as well. Like just create a safe space for all of us and everybody. She's very unconditionally loving. That's how my grandma was. That's how my mom's mom was. And so my mom is just really good at creating a safe space for everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean like literally everybody. So like if you random person listening wanted to hang out with us like she's letting you hang out with us like you're more than welcome to come over and chill and she's gonna make you feel right at home so that's definitely my favorite thing about her and probably everybody's favorite thing about her Okay, so last one we'll do is describe my perfect day. My perfect day could literally be anything, but I feel like I'm working toward creating my perfect day. I'm 29 years old and I've been working since I was 16 years old and I kind of want a break and I want to create a different lifestyle in my own routine in the way of success for myself like my well-being my body my mind like my soul and so the perfect day for me for like an everyday routine is just like waking up with the sun like six between six and seven a.m like waking up morning routine of like journaling going on a walk like coming home having tea having a smoothie and then maybe doing a workout class something simple I like low impact it's just better for my health personally and then like content podcasting all the stuff and having lunch with Josh Josh works from home so our days are like really chill whenever I'm home and I love being outside so like going on walks and stuff like that and making dinner going out to dinner Josh and I love going out to dinner it's one of our favorite things and then coming home snuggling up and watching Netflix just keeping it super low-key I just want anything simple. So describe my perfect day is a simple day. So that's we're not really strangers. And that game is honestly kind of fun. (laughs) It would be really fun to play with people. If you guys don't have that game, I'm going to link that on my stories for you. There's different like levels that are more in depth. So maybe when we hit the year mark, we can do like more in depth levels if we feel like doing that. (laughs) We'll see. Let's jump into high lows for the week. My high this week is my high this week is that I got all of my laundry done in one day. All of my laundry. When I say all of my laundry, I mean linens, towels, everything. All of it done. I'm very proud of that fact. I'm very proud of it. My low this week is that I busted up an acrylic nail on my pinky. My nail girl started doing like an acrylic overlay because the gel just was not vibing with me. My natural nails are just too tender and anything was just like making them bend, making them break. And so we started doing acrylic overla- an acrylic overlay and I don't know what I did. I actually do not know what I did to cause this pinky to just break. And luckily it didn't do any damage to like do any damage to like deep into my nail but geez 
I'm just too rough on my nails. I don't know how people keep a full set on for so long because I basically break a nail every single time, every time, at least one nail. Is that normal? Is that normal to break a nail every single set? Let me know because if it's not, then I'm the problem. And she does a good job. They're strong. They're sturdy. It's literally just me. It's upsetting and it's sad because they are the cutest nails ever. I've been doing like a really, really subtle chrome overlay and I think I'm a chrome girly now. Those are my high lows for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and thank you guys so much. Those of you that have been here for the past six months, I cannot believe it's been six months and I'm so grateful for you guys. I know I say this every week, but I am so grateful. You guys are amazing. The most amazing, supportive listeners that I could ever ask for. I'm just so blown away and so grateful that I get to be doing this every week and that I have you guys. Thanks again for tuning in this week and joining me for We're Not Really Strangers and getting to know me. And if you guys want to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing, you guys can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found. If you guys want to leave a rating and review, that would be great. I love hearing from you guys. You guys can also follow along on Instagram at shouldicutbangs.podcast. That will be linked in the show notes for you as well. And I will see you guys next week.